Before I jump into this episode, I want to let you know that today's one is sponsored by the Healthy Money Planner. Now, this is my planner to help you manage your finances, to help you get organised and to help you gain the peace of mind around your money. It was something I pulled together from all of the tools, tricks and tips that I had learned over the years to help myself with my money. And I realised that having everything in one place is actually really helpful, particularly if you're a busy woman and time is of the essence. So I want to let you know that in the next couple of weeks, I will be running a challenge to help you quick start using the planner. This is something I have just created. It's a very new thing that's happening. It's really exciting. I can't wait to have a dedicated two weeks just to using the planner. I'm running everything inside a dedicated Facebook group. So that's something new and exclusive just for people that want to do this planner training. And my ultimate goal is to get you feeling prepared and ready for the whole back to school, September, rest of the year so that you know what you're doing with your finances. It's going to be great. It starts on the 23rd of August. And if you want to join us, check out the link in my show notes and you will need to sign up before the 20th of August. Okay, you have to have a planner to be in this challenge. So if you don't have one yet, the link to buy one is also there too. But this is all amazing extra bonuses that you're going to get that doesn't normally happen. So this is all very special just for these two weeks in August. So I look forward to seeing you join us. So take care and enjoy the episode. This next episode is all about crash dieting. Now, what does a money podcast have to do with crash dieting? Well, actually, I think there are a lot of similarities that can really help us to understand what's going on with our finances. So I remember back when I was just starting out with managing my money and trying to sort it out. And I realised that I was in this constant yo-yo cycle. So I'd eat into my overdraft, I'd then get paid, I'd spend all my money and then I'd be back in my overdraft again. And it just felt like there was this never ending cycle where I just I just couldn't get out of it. I, I didn't know what to do. And it got to a point where I, I was paid late one bank holiday and I realised that I was going to end up um, going way over my agreed overdraft, which would land me in a lot of bother. I wouldn't have been able to pay my mortgage and it was just all a bit of a disaster. But luckily, it didn't have much of an impact on my finances, but I was utterly terrified of losing my flat that I was in at the time because I'd worked really hard to get to it. And the idea that I was then going to end up on the street just felt awful. So I wonder if you can relate to that when you're in this situation where you feel like you're stuck and you can't get out of it. And this is why I do what I do now, because I really want to help people with their finances, because I know how horrible it is when you're in this situation. So what did I do to turn it around? Well, I started looking at how I could fill in the gap that was my overdraft. And I had a £2,000 overdraft at the time, courtesy of um, a bank that gave me that much on my student um, overdraft, which I think is a lot of money, especially for somebody that obviously didn't know how to manage money at the time. But anyway, when I had the overdraft, I decided that enough was enough and that my new normal was no longer going to be a negative number. 
Now, we're all used to a minimum amount of money in our bank account. And some people get really twitchy if they've got less than £100. For some people, it might be comfortable with a negative number like I was. For others, it might be a much higher number like £1,000. So for me... Um, I was obviously very comfortable with a negative number, but I decided that my new normal was going to be zero. So every month I was going to get my bank account down to zero, not into my overdraft. It was like my overdraft didn't exist. So I spent many months basically saving up enough money to pay back my overdraft. And, you know, I had other bills and finances and, you know, other debts and things to pay off as well. And, let me tell you, it was not the easiest of things to get, but it was amazing when I actually achieved it. So what I did is I used things like um, Plum, which was a an Autobot account that takes a little bit of money from, from me every couple of days or so. And I was using that to build my savings to pay back my overdraft. And that was really the only way that I could do it because I otherwise am not a naturally born saver. And for me, it took a lot of mindset shifting to be able to achieve that. So once I'd got my overdraft paid off, I then decided that I was no longer going to tolerate going below zero. And in fact, I've now decided that I don't want to tolerate going below a thousand pounds. Now, that's still a work in progress. You know, some months I'm better than others, but I've not been in my overdraft ever since. And it's absolutely amazing feeling. (laughs) Um, So what does it have to do with being um, on a diet, on a crash diet? Well, your personal money cycles are much like when somebody goes on a crash diet. So, you know, they're all revved up, they're ready to go. They're like, yeah, I'm going to lose the weight. I'm going to do this. I'm going to make sure that I I, I don't eat very much. I'm going to really restrict myself and I'm going to exercise loads. And they lose weight and it's amazing and, and they're able to do it. And they think, yeah, this is brilliant. But then they get comfortable, maybe maybe complacent, you know, the odd takeaway sneaks in, a couple more days missed off with the exercise, and then the weight creeps back on again. And this is the cycle that a lot of people get into. You know, you try a new diet, you think that's going to be the thing, but eventually you put the weight back on and more. And it's exactly the same with our money. So, you know, we think we're doing really well, we've got all these savings or we're getting out of debt and then we start to get comfortable and maybe the overspending creeps back in. You know, we're not as vigilant with our budget. We're trying, um, you know, we're not really being that careful anymore. And then before you know it, you end up back into debt again. So if that sounds familiar, then you'll you'll see the comparisons between your like you know yo-yo dieting and this kind of like yo-yo debt cycling as well so if this is something that you understand or you've resonated with then you know let me know I'd love to hear from you because it's you're not alone I, I promise you that you are not alone so what do I suggest you do well you need to get comfortable with your new zero basically so for weight loss it would be a case of um, accepting that there's a certain weight that your body is comfortable at and not trying to go below it and and just doing consistent habits and being healthy and not forcing it because as soon as we start forcing things that's when it all goes wrong so same with saving same with trying to get out of debt when you're forcing it what's happening is you're trying to put too much away and then you end up having to steal from yourself again because you perhaps you haven't accounted for everything that you need to do or you know you're restricting yourself so much that you can't have any fun and it it just eventually it just doesn't work you just end up losing the plot 
So when you're working on your money or, you know, weight loss or anything like that, you need to do it in a way that's sustainable so that you can do it for the long term, because this is what it's all about. It's all about putting these money habits in and doing it for the long term so that you are able to sustain it throughout your lifetime. The next part of this is to start getting comfortable with a new zero. So for you, if you are very comfortable being in the negative, um, your new zero is literally zero. But if you are somebody that is already comfortable with zero, then what else could you be comfortable at? Could it be 500 pounds, 1000 pounds? You know, there might be an amount that you can start to feel comfortable with that's different to what you are at now. And what you're doing there is you're actually increasing your buffer of money that's there available to use whenever you need it. And you need a budget or YNAB calls this aging your money. So essentially what happens is you get paid and then that money is not spent immediately. And the money that you spend for the month was perhaps money you got paid last month or the month before. So what they say is is that if you are spending your money as soon as it's coming in, you're living hand to mouth. And the, you know, that's quite a stressful position to be in because we know that if we then ended up in trouble and we couldn't earn the money like I did, you know, when I was struggling paying my mortgage. That's when you you really need this buffer of money. So many of people I've spoken to in my community have said that they wouldn't last more than maybe a month without being paid. And that's the point of aging your money. Because if you can have yourself a little cash buffer squirreled away, if you were then to lose your job or you wanted to quit your job for whatever reason, you've then got money there to do it with and the stress goes away. So my ambition for everybody in my community is to be free of money stress and this is definitely one of the ways to do it. And it's not something you can necessarily achieve all in one go. I mean, if you came into some extra money like through a bonus or something like that, then obviously you could do. But if you're doing it from scratch like I did, then it's about putting little amounts away, little amounts away each time, keeping it out of sight, out of mind so that you don't spend it. And then on the days that you do need it, you will be absolutely grateful for past you for setting it up for yourself. And then what you'll realise is that rather than you getting this kind of yo-yo effect where you're going in and out of your overdraft or up and down from zero you're actually going up and not quite back to where you were before because you're leaving some money there as a buffer and then you're you're getting paid again and when you go back down again you're not quite hitting back down to where you were the month before because you've put a little bit of a buffer there and the idea is you're raising your bottom line so you're you're leaving these reserves available for yourself so that if the worst was to happen you're there and you're absolutely fine So I hope you found that useful. That's my nearly 10 minutes done. I would love to see um, how you get on with this. And I'd love to know your thoughts on aging your money and whether this is something you'd like to try as well. So take care and I will see you in the next one. And that's it. I really hope you enjoyed this episode of the Money Medicine Clinic podcast. If you want to find something else to do now before the next one comes out, then please come and join us in the Facebook group, Women Working Towards Money Freedom. This is completely free. You don't have to be part of any of my programs. This is just a place that you can join that will help you to feel more confident and in control of your finances. So I hope you come and join us over there. But you can also find me on multiple other social media platforms so look look for the female money doctor and you will find me so you take care and i will see you in the next episode